Hello, and welcome to the Victorious Living Christian Counseling Podcast. My name is Crystal Ridlin, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor in the state of Indiana, and I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Missouri. Today's podcast is number six, and the topic today is on the importance of bridling our tongues, the importance of making sure that our words bring encouragement and life rather than discouragement and harm. Um, We're going to be working from James chapter 3. So if you would like to go ahead and turn your Bibles to James, we will be kind of hitting on that often. And one thing I've found is that Pretty much every client I have and I have had in the past, including myself, has had some level of emotional abuse. Emotional abuse is what occurs when we're around people who fail to think about what they say and to make sure that their words are life-giving encouraging, or spoken with empathy to speak biblical truth. One way I have seen tremendous damage is the use of sarcasm. In fact, in our culture today, sarcasm is rampant and it is causing much harm in different families. And in the workplace, one way that sarcasm is hurtful is that it, there's no limit to what people say as long as they say it in the form of a joke. I remember when I first um, was dating my husband, I was at the receiving end of some sarcasm from some people that we knew. And I remember him taking me aside and asking me very seriously, didn't that hurt your feelings? That was some pretty hurtful words that they said. And I told him that, oh, they're just kidding. It's, they're just trying to be funny. And that was pretty much the environment that I was in at the time where there was a lot of sarcasm, sarcasm, but it was um, used in a manner to be funny, but it was actually very hurtful. Um, one thing I found is today's shows, um, the TV shows that we watch, I'm going to name a few. Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, these are just a few of my favorite shows. Last Man Standing. And these shows that many of us love and like, there is a heavy amount of sarcasm that's used. One thing I found is my husband and I used to watch it, Everybody Loves Raymond, for a while right before we went to sleep. And I remember telling him I didn't want to watch it anymore because I found that it interrupted my sleep. Even though it was funny, and even though we laughed, it was actually... um, causing some tension or dissonance within my spirit. 
And that began to impact me at night. Many times as I watched it, I'm like, man, they need a family counselor. <laughs> I just kept thinking how much they needed a counselor. And, um, and that ended up bothering me, even though it was just a show. And I believe that the reason why sarcasm is a problem specifically in our culture today is because of the popularity of sarcasm and how it's used in most of the shows on TV. One of the things I noticed, um, even, I don't allow my kids to watch. Well, I don't, we don't really have television in our house. We mostly just watch. We have movies and DVDs because there's very, there's very few shows on today that are um, God-glorifying or even just moral. And we made a decision to cancel cable and we spend that money on getting DVDs and TV series from the past. And we've been watching a lot of shows from the past um, together and as a family. And one thing I've noticed is the level of sarcasm is very much subdued in the older shows like Andy Griffith and um, Leave it to Beaver. They're more direct and the conversation is more um, healthy. And so anyway, one of the things I found when we had Disney Channel many years ago is I would let my kids watch Disney Channel because it's the Disney Channel. It's for kids. But one thing I noticed is my kids were being more argumentative and disrespectful. And they were almost defiant in a way, like kind of just treated my husband and I like we were stupid almost. So one day I was watching the show with them and I saw, I was listening to the way that the kids were being just sarcastic and disrespectful towards their parents and the way that they talked poorly about their parents to their friends and the shows. So we made a decision, no more TV. We canceled TV and began buying movies that we approve of and shows that we approve of. And it's made such a huge difference in the way that our children communicate with us. So that's just an example of how a very real way that um, the tongue is being used to harm rather than being used to bring glory and to lift each other up. <clears throat> so I'm going through a Bible study right now with a few of my good friends, and we're going through James and the lesson this week was on James chapter 3, where we're working on the importance of the things that we say. And um, so if we go to James, it says, Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault is what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. <clears throat> when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. 
Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. This is a pretty powerful passage, and there is a lot of um, applications that can be made from this. The first one I want to point out is the importance of, as teachers and as people in the ministry, we have a very high calling to speak Scripture, to speak truths from Scripture, and to be um, encouraging and to build one another up. We are never called to use scripture as a weapon, which is one thing that I've seen happen many, many times in the church. We are called to use scripture only as it pertains to empathy and compassion in the way that Christ exemplified it when he was on the earth. So that's the one thing is that if we are using scripture improperly, if we are teaching anything that is outside of God's will and his plan. And even if we're turning, especially if we're turning scripture into a meaning that it's not, we will be held accountable by God himself for being false teachers. So we have a great responsibility when we're in the ministry to make sure that we're using scripture appropriately. The next thing is when you start to think about, um, It goes into how we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, and we can turn the whole animal or take ships as an example. Though they are so large and driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. And then it talks about, likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. That is a powerful analogy. And I'm sure we've all been at the receiving end of a conversation gone awry, a conversation gone poorly, where either we've said things that we shouldn't have, or we've been at the receiving end of people who may have said some things that they shouldn't have. In fact, um, there's been a situation in our family where we had dinner with another family member and the, they came in a bad mood and were sort of venting and grumping and not that they weren't bringing God-glorifying conversation. No matter how we tried to sway the conversation to something more positive, it continued to be negative. And then it just brought up a lot of tension. Things got out of hand. And at this point, we're still not in unity with those people. And I think about how truly powerful the tongue is. In this situation, it's hurt relationships for going on over a year. And that's really sad because that was definitely not what God called. Now, one thing I want to point out is that we will make mistakes. We are going to say things. We are going to hurt people accidentally because we are human. But what we want to make sure is that we are called by Scripture to make right our wrongs. And if we use our tongue in an ungodly manner, 
the only way that relationship can be made pure is when we allow the Holy Spirit to show us that this hurts somebody and we go to them and say, I am sorry, it was never my intention to hurt you. And sadly, pride, and the Bible says pride is the root of all sins. It talks over and over about how bad pride is. Pride is the ability, is the inability to humble ourselves to a point of being able to admit that we were acting in an ungodly manner and it caused significant harm. So um, I'm trying to think there is... It's important to remember, um, like I've, I've had a few friends and I've done this myself where I've said something that I spent some time where the Holy Spirit was saying, Crystal, like you really said something or I feel like some guilt or just a stirring in my spirit that maybe I said something that was hurtful. And a lot of times I'll reach out and just to rest my spirit and say, Hey, um, I'm worried that I may have upset you in some way, that I may have said something hurtful, and I'm sorry. And sometimes I have. A lot of times it's just my own, the Holy Spirit, telling me even though the person didn't take offense to it. But the important thing is that we can practice some vulnerability. And thankfully, God's given us the ability to have second chances. It's not like we say something hurtful and it's forever doomed our life, another's life, or um, even our relationships. I'm thinking of a particular situation where I heard that somebody went to a church in their early 20s where an old school pastor looked this person in the eye and told them that he was going to hell. The person left the church and ran from God for many, 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 many years out of hurt. And I think of that situation as being a moment that had significant impact to truly harm and make people run from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And as Christians, our job is to use our words, our encouragement, and especially God's word in a way that draws people to God, where they see what we were talking about in my last podcast in Proverbs, where it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. If people in our presence only sense negativity, negative sarcasm, criticism, um, judgment, they're not going to want what we have. In fact, they're going to run from it. And be like, if that is God, I don't want anything to do with that. So as we close up here, I want to encourage you um, this week to really, really read James chapter three, because there's some pretty powerful stuff in here. And I want to encourage you to use your tongue to bring God glory and never, ever use it to harm another person. And when we do, we need to be we need to listen to the holy spirit and allow him to really show us 
the just the there's just there's a proverbs I believe it's in proverbs that says that we are to search our heart. We ask God to search our heart and see if there is any wicked way within us. And I wonder how our lives, how our relationships, how our worlds would be so much different if every day, instead of trying to put on this tough face and act like we had it all together, if we really just surrendered to God and ask Him, search my heart and see if there's any wicked way within me. Okay? So with that being said, I'm going to leave you with a scripture, Proverbs 18, 21. And it says, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So again, that's a great scripture. The the Bible is full of amazing wisdom if we just take time to read it. And I want to encourage you this week to really be mindful of the things that you're saying to your children, to your spouse, to the people around you. And to really ask God to show you, hey, how is my heart doing? (laughs) Lord, just show me if there's any wicked way within me. And if you feel like you've done anything to possibly hurt another person, if you're sensing this pride, that that is a problem. And it will keep you from being close to God and it will keep you from having close relationship with others. So I pray for you this week. And um, that you will be mindful of the things that you say and that you will use your words to bring life, to bring healing to the nation, to our country, to our families, to our churches, to the people in our community. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at Victorious Living, Victorious Living Counseling at yahoo.com. And again, if you have any topics you would like to hear discussed on my podcast, I invite you to email me with those topics. I will not use your name or identifying information. I will just say I had a listener and he's requested or she's requested that I talk about this topic today. Um, I look forward to hearing from you guys. God bless. Use your tongues. Use your words to bring life this week. Blessings. Bye now.